That's why it's important because in each of the different areas, we sort of have to reach a certain metric, you know, or a tipping point that really then is that critical mass that can help ensure that sustainable long-term permanent change versus just this is a moment and let's go back to the way we were before. Welcome to Shop Talk with Chief Jeff Walther and Sergeant Allison Simpsis. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the 25th episode of Shop Talk. I'm Chief Jeff Walther and my tr- trusty sidekick, Allison Semsis, is here. Sergeant Allison Semsis with our Community Engagement Unit. And yeah, we were talking about, and we always talk about it. If you listen to us the, you know, for 25 episodes, you know, I always love to start out with, hey, Allison, what episode is this? And so I didn't do that to her today because... Um, I studied. I studied. Right, she'll freak out about it and she'll get extra nervous. And then before you know it, she's not going to sleep. And then her kids aren't well taken care of. And then there's problems and I don't want to. And then I see her husband here at the office and I'm like, you know, I don't need that. So I'm not going to put any extra stress on her today. So let's not do that. But I'm anyway. Pre- I'm prepared, Chief. It's the 25th episode. Yeah, 25th. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm always excited to uh, to bring somebody in from the community every month and having great conversations. And uh, today's no different. We're going to talk about blue zones and no... The Blue Zones is not for loading and unloading only. We're going to talk about what Blue Zones are. Hopefully uh, everybody has uh, is connected with what Blue Zones is. And actually it is one of the coolest things uh, that we have. And we have uh, Sarah Kearney and from, the, from Blue Zones. We're going to talk to her momentarily. But everybody knows I like to start out and get super preachy. Allison will tell you right now that I'm standing on my soapbox. And um, it's a day. That's rough, right? It's been one of the, it's been <laughs> one of those days, you know. I look at it I'm like, there's a lot of craziness going on right now, a lot of craziness. And so, you know, we stand here. We, we're getting ready to have uh, uh, Scottsdale City Council tonight, and I know there's a lot of angst and anger. We're going to be talking about uh, the Independence Hotel and the we've had a year long bridge program going on at the hotel where we're where we have um, it started out as ten, we've moved to fifteen. Uh, hotel rooms, and we've been bringing in uh, homeless seniors, families, and vets uh, to fill those rooms. But I know that there's been a a lot of consternation about funding lately because there was some discussion about Title 42, uh, migrant housing, and then housing folks from um, the zone in downtown Phoenix. And so none of that has come to fruition uh, you know, unless you're homeless and in Scottsdale and, and, and we find you in Scottsdale um, and, and then you're, you're, you're subject to services um, at that hotel. And I know that there's a lot of, boy, there's a lot of consternation about that going on right now. And what's interesting, and Allison, you, you know this, we've had this conversation um, and we have this conversation inside the organization is we'll get a lot of calls about, hey, what's the Scottsdale Police Department doing about homelessness? And I have the same line. Uh, homelessness is not a police problem unless they're committing uh, criminal acts. And so then when they're committing criminal acts, then it becomes a police problem. Panhandling is not um, a criminal act. Aggressive panhandling is or obstructing a highway or thoroughfare. So if they're standing you know, on the sidewalk and they come out and they, and they take your money that is being offered um, and they're not obstructing a highway or thoroughfare, they're not blocking the road and traffic is not moving, they're not breaking the law. So, um, but it's interesting to see how divisive we've gotten in so many different areas, whether it's, you know, a school board meeting or the homelessness issue, or, you know, that we have a vibrant entertainment district and noise and, and it's just, just, wow, we're, we seem to be fighting about everything, uh, today. And that, uh, that just doesn't bode well for the future of our Republic. And so 
I always like to talk about making sure that we're uh, that we we apply a reasonableness standard to things that we sit back and we take care of each other and recognize we're all going through, you know, a similar human experience and just recognize that we might disagree on issues. But boy, we used to be able to talk about those issues in a, in a civil way. And, you know, I'll be at the council meeting tonight. Uh, and my worry is that we will see potentially we'll see um, people come up and, and, and not engage in civil discourse. And so we should. We should, at this stage of our of our societal evolution, we should be able to have a discussion with one another um, civilly, without uh, just re- you know resorting to, to all the negativity that we're seeing right now. So, we have some problems that we want to resolve, and let's have a, let's have some community discourse on that, and let's see if we can't resolve those. But it uh, it, it it tends to uh, devolve into a, a lot of chaos, and so. Um, my fingers crossed that tonight will be good, and we'll uh, we'll have some good civil discourse and some discussion. But um, I have a wary eye on it. So, uh, you know, I always love to end the show, uh, and we're here at the beginning. But just just please remember, just take care of each other. It's okay to have differing opinions. That's what drives this republic forward: is differing opinion and differing ideas. And and let's uh, let's treat each other with the dignity and respect I think all of us deserve. So, with that said, like. Gosh, Chief, I'm glad you're done. Stop being so preachy. (laughs) And let's actually get to a topic, um, and that's Blue Zones. With us today is the Executive Director of Scottsdale's Blue Zones Project. Her leadership experience is diverse and rooted in community well-being, service, and forward-thinking optimism. She most recently worked for Experience Scottsdale, whose mission is to enhance the Scottsdale community through tourism. With a tenure of almost 17 years at the organization, she's held several leadership roles and specialized in worldwide leisure sales, partner development strategy, membership and community engagement, program development, and much more. Driven by her passion for the Scottsdale community, she has served, led, and guided several local organizations, leaving an impact across sectors. She has served as the board president for Scottsdale Leadership, the board president for Community Celebrating Diversity, a board member for Scottsdale Sister Cities, and as the Officer of Membership for Millennials in Travel. Please welcome Sarah Kearney. Sarah, welcome. To, uh, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. You bet. Can you tell us a little about, about yourself and then and then uh, Blue Zones? We'll let you do all the talking. They don't want to listen to me. Um, and kind of just give us um, a little bit about you, how you got to where you are, and then Let's delve into blue zones and let's delve into what exactly that is and how um, we are all partnering together with the city, with Honor Health, with blue zones and all this coming together, I think, to bring some great synergy to a, a pretty a pretty cool program. Absolutely. Well, again, I'm Sarah Kearney, and I am so proud to be the executive director for Blue Zones Project Scottsdale. Blue Zones really... Um, you know, we've, it's, it's been an evolution to get where we are today, and I have a long-standing history in the community, uh, working in tourism under Rachel Sacco's leadership for Experience Scottsdale for over 16 years, and so that was an amazing place to be part of for such a long time, and uh, back in March of 2022 is when Honor Health partnered up with the city of Scottsdale to see if if we were a Blue Zones ready city and yeah. community, which is fantastic. And and so really with Todd Laporte's championing this work, um, Blue Zones came to town and did a three-day assessment and feasibility. And first and foremost with Blue Zones Project is that uh, communities have to be ready for Blue Zones. Uh, Blue Zones doesn't seek out communities. Communities seek out Blue Zones. But 
what's most important is to really know and understand where blue zones originated right. from. And so uh, blue zones are identified as the five regions of the world by our founder, Dan Buettner. Um, he's a National Geographic researcher, explorer, and uh, over 20 years ago uh, was set out to find those places where people were living the longest uh, lives. And so they were aging to 100 at far greater rates than we in America mm -hmm. are. And they were identified as Sardinia, Italy, Icaria, Greece, Okinawa, Japan, the Nicoya Peninsula in Costa Rica, as well as Loma Linda, California. And not only were they living longer, they were living free of chronic disease, illness, fatigue, stress, uh, many of the things that we face yeah. in American society. So uh, Dan and team then said, well, how can we go into American communities and sort of reverse engineer what we're doing to make healthier choices easier so that we're seeing our people live better and longer? So that's really uh, where it all started um, in terms of the evolution of coming in and creating Blue Zones projects. And so Blue Zones projects have been implemented in over 75 communities across the country. So there's a tried and true model. And it really is all around um, creating permanent and semi-permanent changes into our environment mm -hmm. and our social setting, places where we spend the most time. Yeah. Um, and, and that really equates to, uh, you know, they call it the life radius. And what that means is those are, you know, within a 20-mile radius of where you live. So that's your work site, your schools, your grocery stores, your restaurants, um, all the places, your places of worship, um, civic organizations, all, all areas where you spend and engage in your community with your friends and loved ones. So um, that's sort of what the origination yeah. of, of Blue Zones and Blue Zones projects really are. It's pretty cool. And you must have a passion for it because, you know, Rachel was on the, on the show, on our, on our podcast, um, and she's wonderful, just an absolutely wonderful human being and, and I'm sure a great person to work for. So for Blue Zones to steal you away, you had to have some <laughs> passion related to this, yes? Certainly, and that, absolutely. I thought tourism was my lane for the entire duration of my professional career under, of course, Rachel's leadership, and I'm uh, so fortunate to be able to be part of that team. And uh, yeah, you know, during the assessment, I was part of focus groups and participated, and in my mind, I thought, well, of course, Scottsdale's ready for Blue Zones Project. Yeah. We we have a great foundation. We have a great um, setting. Mm -hmm. You know, there we have a great community. And I knew, I think, before maybe the community knew that yeah. we would we would be moving forward. So um, I got involved with it. Really, you know, when got a phone call. Hey, Blue Zones is coming to town. I'm like, of course they are. I knew that all along. And you know, they're looking for a team first and foremost. And um, so it was just one of those things where I just explored it and once I and it was new to me right blue zones was a new term people are still yeah. learning about yeah, blue definitely. zones and so the more um the more I looked and the more I learned the more fascinated I became realizing that this was an opportunity um, for me to impact and be a part of something long-standing in the community that touches every facet yeah. of the community and not necessarily um, just in the tourism space. So that was really powerful for me and kind of what I think called me to, to do this yeah. good work ahead. It's pretty cool, especially when, and for our listeners out there, I was at the 2022 kickoff um, at Scottsdale Center for the Art. It was uh, just the discussion about, and some of the, the cool places um, that are blue zones and and then the discussion of how do we achieve that, right? And of course, I'm with you. Of course, Scottsdale, you know, raised its hand and said, yeah, come here. You know, whether it's being bike friendly or outdoor friendly or preserve. You know, I mean, we, we, we want to be on the on the cutting edge of so many different things. And, and longevity 
and increasing longevity, but not just increasing longevity, increasing the quality of your life. So you're not hitting, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, and you develop, you know, eight, eight, 10, 12 chronic illnesses over the course of your life. It's how can we be better? And so I'm curious from that kickoff till now, because I think a lot of, I think a lot of people think, okay, blue zones and longevity and, and how do you live to a hundred and beyond? Um, first off, a lot of people are like, I don't want to do that. That's crazy. That's insane, right? Hundred. <laughs> That's like I have. I'd have like half my life left. If it's like healthy living, though, if you're still able right. to get around and go exercise, and you can think and you can interact, oh my gosh, would love to. But me, I would probably just be sitting there watching TV. I will day. tell you, right? I will tell you that I was sitting next to a couple of our folks at that kickoff, and uh, one of them leaned next to me like, "Yeah, I want to live to a hundred, but." Do I got to give up cake? <laughs> and you don't have to. They're to work out all the time. And man, do I, again, I'm not going to drink alcohol. Do I just have or, to eat oatmeal all day? <laughs> yeah, I just had oatmeal for lunch. Stop it. <laughs> you know, as we, as we delve into, you know, that what, what makes it a blue zone and what makes it, you know, that, that creating that longevity or preventing disease, are you getting, do you get pushback at all? Do you get people who are like, well, what do I got to do to do that? Because, God bless it. I talked about it at the very beginning before we got into this. Americans, we we're like jaded and cynical. We're like we've turned into a country full of cops. Uh, this you know jaded and cynical and like well, blue zones. What I got? What do I got to give up? Can I not go get hot Cheetos? You know. And so, are you getting pushback at all? You know, so far it's been really, really supported, which is great. And I think that's the most important part of it is it's not making anybody do anything that they don't want to. It is simple nudges and lifestyle behavior changes that really um, implement longevity and, and add years to your life. And so back to those original blue zones, what they found is that there were sort of nine common denominators in each of those regions. And they weren't, um, you know, only about 15% of how long you live is around your genetics. And everything else is really around how you eat and your lifestyle behaviors and, and habits. And so that's what they found and what we at Blue Zones call our power nine. So our power nine lifestyle principles. I'm writing these down right yeah, now. Yeah, I was going to say. We'll I, I don't think I wrote it down in the first meeting. So, <laughs> I, and I, I, If you see me start to get depressed and when I get to the bottom, like eight or seven, Mark, I'm like, oh gosh, I'm not doing any. Habits. So easy. No, it's <laughs> okay. so simple. And they're, again, simple nudges, nothing extreme. And so one of them is moving naturally. So natural movement. And really what that means is that's not about pumping iron, running marathons, CrossFit, going to gyms. It really is about... Uh Oh, you... Sarah, you didn't. Did no, no, no. There's, you, there okay. goes the CrossFit do, crowd. Do CrossFit. No. Keep doing they're, CrossFit they're if gonna, you're doing CrossFit. They're going to be picketing no. outside your business. I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, <laughs> and, but it, it really is. It's Move about naturally. moving, you know, getting out in your natural environment. If you have a dog or able to have a dog, who's walking who? You know, right. it's, oh, um, yes. my, my kids even say when we park in a parking spot far away from the front door of a restaurant or a store, they say blue zones parking because it requires yes. oh, you to just cool. walk a little bit further. And so you're getting those yeah. steps in. Take the stairs. Yeah. Take the stairs. That's we, we say that all the time. And uh, also, you know, even from um, when you look at, you know, Okinawa as an example of an original blue zone, they have very little furniture in their homes and, um, and they're doing a lot of sitting and standing. A lot of our original okay. blue zones also do a lot of gardening. So they're hmm. bending up and down, sitting, standing, um, and 
that equates to lots of squats <laughs> throughout yeah, the day yeah. that are just natural. They're not trying right. or, you know, thinking about it's it. It's not an exercise routine that they're exactly. doing. They're just living their lives. Exactly. That's so cr- so okay. moving naturally. And okay. we are, of course, so fortunate in the heart of the Sonoran Desert yes. where we've got a lot of sunshine. Which Walk, hike. All yes. the things. Bike. Um, yep. Yeah. Beautiful Indian Wash Greenbelt, yes. the McDowell Sonoran Preserve. Yep. We've got these natural elements in our community that are asking for our community yeah. to come and utilize them. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Move natural. So yeah. Na- so the okay. next kind of category is eating wisely. So in the, Oof. in the majority Allison, of don't listen, don't the listen. Blue Zones communities, um, they were plant-based diets, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they were I'm vegan out. or vegetarian. <laughs> and surprisingly, right. there's some really great, um, dishes and and recipes out there that are predominantly plant-based. But in those original communities, they were, you know, eating meat upon celebrations, just Mm -hmm. in much smaller quantities. Um, The other thing is uh, there's a Confucius mantra in Okinawa, which is harahachibu, which basically means 80% rule. So it is eat until you're 80% full. And that also is a differentiator. I think I grew up in a home that you had to eat everything on your plate in order to get dessert. So then now you're (laughs) stuffed and then still wanting to have dessert. So that's, you know, just a shift in in mindset. So um, sometimes people say, how do I know when I'm 80% full? And I go, well, if you think about, am I still hungry? That might be your 80% full marker to... Take the rest of that home um, or save save it for tomorrow. Split lunch. a meal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay, exactly. Um, and then lastly, which seems to be a crowd favorite, but wine at five is part of, I see Allison smiling yep, over I can there. Do that she one. likes this one. She can get on board for <laughs> it. But that is in moderation, one to two glasses a day with friends and food and doesn't mean you can save up for 14 on Saturday. <laughs> so I will preface that, but That's that good. is... That is part um, of our, our lifestyle principles. Um, another is uh, purpose, having a sense of purpose. Knowing the reason why you wake up in the morning can add upwards of seven years to your life. And they say that the two most dangerous years in your life are the year that you're born and the year that you retire. Um, and so mm. that's pretty powerful, too, especially for those of you in this line of work. I think you know your purpose and you you live out that purpose in the career that career you've chosen. And so for those when you retire and you wake up, um, you've got to reinvent that sense of purpose. And it's really important to longevity. So having that sense of purpose is very valuable. Yeah, that's terrific. Agree. Yep. Agree wholeheartedly with that one. Yep. The wine I struggle with. Really? Sarah, I struggle oh, with this it's one. so good. I've tried so many different we'll wines to. and I just can't like, can I drink, can I drink Welch's grape juice? Is it the same thing? No. All no. right. Okay. No, Sorry. chief. All right. <laughs> I'll work on it. A dessert and, uh, wine? No, no, not really. But it's got to be like a red, rich wine. Like she's that's yeah, she's cultured. I'm a a Neanderthal. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then um, you know connectivity and a sense of belonging. Those kind of are where the sort of last area fall into place, and that really is. we call it having a positive pack, you know, having those people around you that are like-minded and supportive. Um, we call them moais that also originates from Japan and Okinawa. So when um, children are small, they're actually paired up with a group of about five other boys or five other girls, and they grow up together as a support wow. system. Oh, that is so it's cool. It's pretty powerful. And there are some moais in Japan that have been together for upwards of 90 years. And if somebody doesn't come to lunch that day or if somebody doesn't open their curtains 
remember in the seeing morning, this in the video. Yes. Then that means, oh, I better go knock on their door and check on them. And so that is, um, you know, I think. COVID didn't do us any favors when it comes to isolation and loneliness. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, it's a national epidemic now. And and having those people around you for support can certainly increase your longevity. Um, putting your loved ones first. Loved ones first is another one of our Power Nine principles. And this one is the one that I think resonates most with me because it kind of implements and is intertwined with everything, all the other um, principles. But you know, whether loved ones or family, blood-related, or just those friends around you, um, that increases increases longevity and vitality as well. And then belonging to a faith-based um, community. It doesn't really matter what the denomination is, but having that sense of belonging um, also can increase uh, good years into your life. So how many how many are at? Did I One, get them all? <laughs> okay, I have moving naturally, uh-huh. eating wisely, wine, pur- purpose, <laughs> connectivity, Loved ones first, faith-based community. Yeah, so those are kind of the, so we had those four areas, and then there's sort of individual principles that kind of all fall under there. But I think we got, I think we got most of them, if not all. I love the grow up with five, like five people that you. Oh my gosh, yes. I don't think there are even five people who even like me, much less there that I grew up with. And so. Well, I see. It's never too late. It's never too late to create a positive path. Um, So if you're listening, I need five friends. (laughs) Uh, that, That is so cool. That one is really, that one is really neat. You know, there's a, a there's um, it didn't used to be, I, I don't like to get into it. Well, we, we're very transparent on, on this podcast. I'm very transparent with the community and the, in my organization, but there's one on here that, um, that I, I believe to be true, but I think oddly causes some, I don't know, a little pushback and that's the faith-based community, right? At, at the United mm-hmm. States, America used to be um, very faith-based driven, uh, a lot of church going on, and, and we, we really have seemed to have fallen off of that in the last decade or two. And so that one's really interesting to me, and I, I agree with you. I, I think that when you belong to a faith-based community or, or you know, you, you believe in a power higher than yourself, then there's, there's some connectivity with that group of people. So that one's interesting because I think we're seeing uh, a lot of our young people just completely um, – turn their backs and walk away, uh, on, on their, their, maybe the faith that they were brought up with or the faith-based community. So that one's, that one, I like that one. That one's going to be very interesting. The loved ones first. That's awesome. I love it. And simple. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like simple things that aren't any extreme behavior or lifestyle changes, but things that people can support and get on, get on board with. The loved ones first is great too, because if you're, if you, you know, if you look at these and you're honest with yourself, are you committing, you know, to your loved ones first, or are you committing to something, something different? Are you spending enough time? It's funny. I, I, uh, my wife was out of town this past weekend. And so I was like, okay, good. I'm, I'm bacheloring it for the weekend. So on Saturday, I went and saw my grandkids, played with them, jumped on the trampoline, threw my back out. Uh, and so not really, I'm okay. Um, and then I saw my mother who lives in assisted living when saw her after I was like, okay, good. Like I'm feeling really good about this family first thing right now. Um, yeah. but in this crazy busy world, it's easy to get distracted away from, from your loved ones or get caught up in, in work mm-hmm. or activities. And so I, I, I love the list, um, connectivity. Oh gosh. The natural movement too. It's so easy to do if you just think about it like the stairs or just walking yeah. big parking spaces. Well, I think everybody yeah. gets obsessed like, with, okay, I got to do this routine or I found this new routine or I, you know, CrossFit or 
functional I, training. Like or, I find it like a competition of how close I can park to the actual building. But now that I have, yeah, I can park blue away. Zone, blue zone's Perfect. parking. Yes. Blue zone's reserved parking. I really do. You'll, circle the, you'll circle the parking lot for 15 minutes trying to find yes. a spot that saves you 30 seconds. Uh, absolutely. And then it takes me like 50 minutes to park into it, like Austin Powers back into it. But then I won because I got the closest spot. It's the so. same thing. You know, walking around in Old Town, I'll leave my, I'm like, oh, by the time I get into my car, drive, yeah. find a parking spot, especially if it's high season, I probably could have just saved a bunch of time by just walking. So my weird question is, how Loma Linda, California, you named all these amazing places and I've never been to Loma Linda, but that's just so random that yeah. out of everything, Loma Linda, California. Yes. So that one is a, identified as our only American original blue zone. And that really is because it has the highest population of Seventh Day Adventists. And hmm. so they practice these lifestyle principles with the exception of wine at five. Uh, they do friends at five. Um, but it really is about that connectivity, um, you know, practicing. To, oh, I that's the one I forgot. Downshifting. So downshifting, <laughs> taking time to... <laughs> de-stress and um, so they you know Sabbath on Saturday right sundown to sun up and um, really taking being intentional about checking out from the grind right and and making sure we're taking care of ourselves because for so so many of us we're taking care of lots of others that sometimes we put ourselves last so really making sure whether that's happy hour taking a nap Donuts, whatever. Well, maybe not donuts. I love all of those. She I just know. went to I the donuts. I threw a donut joke in because it felt appropriate. <laughs> she got for, nervous but then after I was like, she Wait, said. Wait, that's not blue zones. Good on you, Sarah. That was that was well timed, well played. Oh, this one is so hard. Downshifting. Why? No, it yeah. shouldn't be. Even you know. Do you see the stars on this column? I know. It's very you, you, you important. You can't because it's hard. We are <laughs> not programmed. Department. <laughs> we are not programmed to do that. We're no. not programmed to slow down. We're not programmed to take those moments of mindfulness or read for five minutes. It's it's. Oh my gosh! I love naps. Yeah. I don't yeah. trust anybody who doesn't like naps. Like I'm with you. Thank you. And you would can love being in Icaria because that is how they downshift. Yes. Can <laughs> one of these be upshifting? <laughs> upshifting? No. no, no, chief. I'd like my, I'd like to, I'd like to share this list with my wife, and I'd like it, I'd like hers to have upshifting. I might just make that one change, because she is, at, and I, and I mean this in all seriousness. I, I do a lot of joking around about, it, and she listens to all of these. So sorry, honey. Um, <laughs> she's a master at downshifting. Oh, um, that's amazing. That's great. That's, yeah, I mean, because awesome. it's most of her whole day. Then we have a lot to learn <laughs> from yes, her. Yes, she's going to live to like 107. See? Um, she's doing it right. Yeah, she'll, she will, I will leave for work in the morning, and she's a master crocheter, and so she'll be crocheting a blanket. And then 10 hours later, I'll walk back in the door, and she's in the same spot, crocheting now a much bigger blanket, because of all that she's done. But her blood, her, her blood <laughs> barely moves through her. Her, her veins, it's just kind of, it's just like, imagine like being at the Salt River on a tube. That's what it is. And <laughs> Sounds so like we all could use she is, a little she, more Yeah, that. she's awesome at, at, at understanding downshifting. And, and the weekend will come and, and I'm like, okay, what are we doing? And she says, how about you do nothing? Oh, that's a perfect weekend. Why don't you no play, such thing. play a video no. game? Why don't you play a video game? Let's go see our grandkids. Let's, <sighs> let's just chill and get off your phone. Why are you checking your email? Yeah, I got, so... She's, Does she's, she stress out about anything? Me. <laughs> yeah. Um, her mother. Because she does the loved ones <laughs> first. <laughs> so, uh. yeah, that's, I, I love that one. That, 
we all need to be better about uh, about downshifting. That's and me included. But I got I got I have some work to do on this list. Allison, how are you doing on this list? Well, the drinking wine, I'm I'm dominating it. Absolutely. Snailing that one. <laughs> uh, loved okay, ones first. I, yeah. I'm pretty sure I heard Sarah say one to two, two. glasses of wine. That, then that's perfect. And not okay, not perfect. save up for 14 on Saturday. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, exactly. it is Verbatim. one to two. One to two. It's perfect. Yep. Uh, natural movement. Nope. Uh, downshifting once in a while, but not all the time. So. I always check my emails. I need to stop doing that. Well, you're good. You have connectivity, right? You yep. belong to it. I mean, you just Absolutely. were. You, it was it was like your 50th birthday recently, and you just were <laughs> connecting with your girlfriends. Okay, just kidding. I'm just kidding. It was my 29th. Yeah, 29. Thank you, Chief. 29th plus 13, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> purpose. I, I'm I'm with you, Sarah. I think a lot of people coming into law enforcement are very purpose driven. Um, I don't know. I, eating wisely. Uh, there's all. There's so much discussion. I think in our society today about eating wisely and what is eating wisely. And so when you look at the blue zones and you talked about, um, meat in smaller quantities, uh, but what, what else are you seeing? Uh, my, I'm, my assumption is, and it's not really an assumption. I know, um, a lot less sugar than Americans are consuming a lot less, probably, uh, fewer carbs, uh, probably some fewer carbs here and there, but I'm just curious what your, your thought process is on, on what you're seeing from the different blue zones and how they're, how they're eating day to day. Yeah. So as mentioned, a lot of whole food plant-based and, and with that said, they know what they're growing. They're growing it in their own backyards. They're going and picking it and making their meals. So not as much processed sugar added preservatives, um, that kind of a thing. And, and with that also said, I mean, the, the one piece of advice that Dan Buettner gave me directly, you know, in the flesh when he was in community in May was to eat more beans. And I had no idea how powerful <laughs> that a statement was. Yeah, but that is powerful. Exactly, it could be very powerful. Exactly. And and that is something in American community. Like we are not a culture that eats very many beans. And that's all types of beans. And apparently the research and the stats show that by eating a cup of beans a day, you could add four years to your life. What kind of beans are we talking All about? All beans. Black beans, pinto beans. I love uh, beans. Garbanzo beans. I'm a child. Okay, I wife. have to hide the beans for my kid in the food <laughs> with my kids. My wife is Mexican and we so she likes making a lot of beans, but they're <laughs> does that count? Like yes. the refried beans? Well, beans are beans. So you make no. Oh, she, she had to done. hesitate on that one. She yeah. no, it doesn't. Black count. Beans. They're beans. I thought you were gonna say black beans and, and those are the probably the healthiest, but Not cup of refried. beans a day, Chief. Sorry for the rest of cup <laughs> of beans. <laughs> Sorry for everybody else. Yes, exactly. Apologies. Oh, cup, <laughs> cup, of, cup of beans. Yeah, but when you think about it, though, think protein, fiber, inexpensive, um, accessible to many. So that's that's part of a, a big part of the Blue Zones work too is to see a time where well-being is accessible to everyone. So there's a lot to unpack with that too, yeah. and. And when you think about food, food cost and where food comes from and wanting to support um, local farmers, farmers markets, growers, is the question is, is that accessible to everyone yeah. in all areas of the yeah. community? I think it's a good segue because <clears throat> we talk about the city of Scottsdale and Honor Health and Blue Zones coming together. And so how do you part- how do how is Scottsdale participating? What does that what does that mean when, when people hear that, you know, that we've had this collaboration um, and, and, and rolling out of Blue Zones? How does that happen? And, and how does that happen for the community? Yep. 
Well, once uh, Blue Zones identified Scottsdale as a ready community for a Blue Zones project, again, Honor Health, and went to uh, Cigna and Goodwill of Central and Northern Arizona, and they pretty much have said they had them at hello. How, how do they get engaged? How do they get involved? So those are really um, our, our main community partners, as well as the city of Scottsdale, of course, in supporting this initiative. So in total, um, this work is a four-year, nine-month project. And basically, at the end of that, um, Scottsdale will reach Blue Zones community certification. And there's a variety of things that comes with that. So right now, we're in nine months of foundation and planning. And so it's discovery. It's going out into the community because this work really is community-led and driven and nationally supported. So while we've got a great model and other examples to learn from, we'll have a local team of 11 of us at the Blue Zones Project Scottsdale team who really will then customize it for our community because we know the community here and we're different than mm -hmm. every other community and special in our own in our own ways and have our nuances, um, just like every other community across the country does too. And so what we're doing now is we've done focus groups, we've done some community meetings, um, we we're doing all kinds of discovery to hear from the community and what they what they want to see and, and how we can implement this moving forward. So we um, are going to be working in kind of three areas, people, places, and policy. Uh -huh. And so our policy areas um, really are around uh, food, tobacco, and alcohol, as well as the built environment. And then when we talk about places, that again goes back to where we spend the most time. Yeah. So our work sites, our schools, our grocery stores, our restaurants, our faith-based organizations, our civic organizations. And we're going to be able to work with each of them to um, reach Blue Zones approval, where mm -hmm. you may go into a restaurant and see a Blue Zones approved menu item, or wow, you may see some great. added healthy kids menu options yeah. and not the you know typical three that you see yes. on most kids menus. <laughs> you got <laughs> that's <laughs> one. <laughs> yep, mac, mac and cheese, that's the other. Hamburger. Yeah, there you go. Bingo. <laughs> you, you nailed it. So so now it, it's yeah, adding some additional options again to to make the healthy choice the yeah. easier choice and one that you don't have to think about and search for, but um, they're already there for you. And and so employers, work sites, um, you know, will be able to implement uh, a variety of different Blue Zones yeah. initiatives to, to make their work sites a healthier place for their employees, which then equates to a higher productivity, lower health care costs, yeah. um, all, of, all things that benefit from an economic yeah. um, and social vitality standpoint. Do you see any challenges? Because, you know, I think we have, uh, the, the pendulum has swung so far, you know, in our country as we became more and more industrialized and we moved away from a, a, an agricultural lifestyle in this country and growing our own food and everybody having gardens and especially especially um, the greatest generation, right, who, who, who grew up during the Great Depression and, and wound up having uh, their own gardens and being very self-reliant. Well, we've, we've specialized as we've gotten more technologically savvy um, our food, I think, has gotten worse, mm -hmm. right? And, and, and the whole idea of fast food and quick pickup and highly processed and, and you know, we, that's just the direction we've, he we've headed in. And I think a lot of people have gotten so used to the convenience of grabbing what is essentially bad food. It's going to short, ultimately will shorten their lifespan. Um, do you, this is a cultural revolution, right? Do you, are there any, what are the obstacles that you, you foresee um, or the blue zones foresees moving forward and really changing behavior 
um, to, to increase longevity and, and quality of life. Yeah, well, and that's why it's important because in each of the different areas, we sort of have to reach a certain metric, you know, or a tipping point that really then is that critical mass that can help ensure that sustainable long-term permanent change versus just this is a moment and let's go back to the way we were before. Right. So, um, I, you know, and it goes back to uh, making that healthier choice, the easy choice and the simple choice. Um, and I think that's where, you know, from a, from a challenges standpoint, sure. There's, there's lots of things that we'll face and, and people may say, well, I don't want to do any of that. And, and that's the thing is we know that it's right. not going to be a hundred percent of the community that's going to get on board, but we as a community together, um, working together all for the same purpose of living better, longer. Mm-hmm. I think most people like the idea of, yeah. of that mission and, and that purpose work. So that could be really, really strong and powerful and impactful when we, um, go forward. But even things like, um, you know, in the grocery store, we've seen in other blue zones communities that, um, instead of the last thing you see before you check out is typically candy, candy, <laughs> sodas, sodas, yeah. salty snacks. Yeah. Um, we could have a blue zones checkout aisles where you see some healthy options as your impulse buy before you go through that final checkout. So these are just Great some idea. of the, some mm-hmm. of the little things again, that you're not having to think about it. I'm, I mean, I'm guilty as charged when you're a busy working mom mm-hmm. and you need to feed your family. Sometimes the easy option is running through that drive-thru, but how great would Chick-fil-A. it be? Chick-fil-A. Yeah, like yeah, I know, <laughs> but they have some good, you they know, do. that there's they some healthy, nuggets, yes, they grilled, there are yeah, healthier yeah. options. Yeah. So that's a, I mean, actually that's a pretty good example of one that's already doing some good yeah. work in the space. And unfortunately in Scottsdale, there are a lot of organizations and companies and restaurants, yeah, restaurants that are doing phenomenal work work. And, and that's what we want to elevate and celebrate um, and be able to showcase, you know, Blue Zones isn't taking credit for the good work that's already done, but yeah. we are certainly aligning with all the plans that the city has and, and how we can leverage and, and make sure that the community knows that every all of these great resources and tools are available for our community to utilize. And, and some of that is just a information, knowledge, education. When I hear community members say, I wish we had this. And it's like, we do have that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So true. Yeah, and, and grocery stores, convenience stores are all set up. It's all psychological. It's okay. I'm in the checkout line. Did I forget anything? Yeah, that Twix. <laughs> and go for that. That you know, or something. I ah, uh, you know, I'm real thirsty. That soda sounds good. And it's all. It's changing that thought process or changing how easy it is just to grab something that in the long run not not great for you. No, I agree. This is America. You're free to choose what you want. We're just talking about. You know, is there is there is there a better option for longevity and and uh, leading a mostly disease free life? So that's well, it's cool. awesome. Like how all these are tied together too, because downshifting would mean just like slowing our family down so that we don't have to hurry, 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 do everything in one day and then go pick up the fast food at night. So my family is so guilty of that I don't cook, my husband doesn't cook. So having options available to us would be amazing. Besides salad and go, because yeah. that's our go to. Yeah, we do everything. that a lot too. Yeah. So. You don't like salad and go? I do. I like salad. My wife's not a big salad eater, but, but they uh, have it may just made me place. think about your your home. Like you don't cook. James nope. doesn't cook. No. Nope. Like you could have bought a house without a kitchen. You could have got another bedroom. <laughs> we don't need another bedroom, Chief. We have so many kids, so many <laughs> bedrooms, but we have lots of box food at our house. <laughs> lots of Dino Nugs. <laughs> 
lot of, a lot of big Costco stuff, <laughs> yes. right? There's yeah. a lot of great options at Costco too, though. Are there? Mm-hmm. I'll send pretty, you a list. Yes, pretty please. sure the the Dino Nuggets are not <laughs> part not of that. May not be one of them, yeah, the but there are yeah. other things that the, my kids have taste tested yeah. and approved. And That's I'm telling good. You, one of them. It's, I mean, they created a whole rating oh, ranking system. Please awesome. send me that list. Yeah, because there's some good, good choices. You're, again, if you, if, when you don't know, you don't know, but yeah. when you know, you know. We're a big grilled cheese fam. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just I make bet it on that's sour, not on the well, list. put it on sourdough, sourdough bread. Absolutely, yeah, sourdough. Yeah, so sourdough, actually, when we talk about good carbs, bad carbs, yep. that, you know, there's a lot of misperceptions yes. about um, sourdough bread is sour- great yeah, well sourdough. even like school lunches are going super healthy options that are better for the kids and my kids are like Ugh, no, i'm not doing that but when they try it they absolutely love it exactly so. it always had, tastes better when it's I had somewhere pizza. else yes. i had pizza in the seattle area and their sourdough starter was 130 years old wow yeah they'd been what yeah sour, well, sourdough you got to have a, sour, a sourdough starter to, to make sourdough but it's, you know, you, you can take a little bit of a sourdough starter and start another starter. But their original, from their original, is more than 100 years old. Wow. It's pretty crazy. But sourdough bread's great for you. Yes. Yeah. So the at Costco, the box of Fat Boy uh, ice cream sandwiches. Yes, we did those. That's a, yeah, no, that's a no-no. <laughs> we did those. <laughs> that's a family we favorite, did, too. Right, mine. <laughs> we found little baby ones, though, so my kids always go and grab the You can't eat ones. 10. But, the, but saying, like, 80% full, my husband's a big stickler on, eat everything on mm-hmm. your plate, and then you can have dessert. And I'm always like, no, yeah. if they're not hungry, they're not hungry. Yeah, no, like, that's, that's no, they're great. hungry for dessert. That's yeah. what he says. Yeah. If they have room for dessert, they're not, you know, and I'm like, yeah. ugh. My Gosh. nine-year-old said that. I mean, you want more food? I think I'm 80% full. Oh I'm my. like, well, you're done then. We're good. <laughs> well, so they're listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's funny. <laughs> so the average everyday listener, like, how, how, or, or just people in our community, how do they get involved? How can they participate? How can they help get the word out? How can they participate in the effort? Um, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, absolutely. So at the conclusion of our foundation and planning, which will really be towards the end of 2023, is we will have created a blueprint or for better, um, co- more common knowledge, action plan, strategic plan of really what that four years of transformation work will look like. So in January of 2024, we'll have a community kickoff event. So January 13th, mark your calendars, we'll be over at Civic Center. So we're excited to awesome. activate that space as it's been refreshed and um, Um, to invite the community in to learn more about the original Blue Zones, but also to learn about those Power Nine principles and and take individual pledges as community members to to commit to saying, I want to live better and longer, and here's the things that I can do um, to get there. And then there's opportunities to get your work site um, signed up and registered to be able to have a work site pledge created. So yeah, so there's going to be lots of ways that it can be implemented and and people can get on board. But we're also going to have you know, volunteer opportunities. There's going to be a variety of different programs that Blue Zones will initiate too and host, and those are all going to be free and available for the community to participate in. So it could be a walking moai where you get out and walk around the green belt, or it could be a plant-based cooking class, which it sounds like maybe several (laughs) in this room need to take advantage of. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You might be surprised. You're going to be the first person on our our guest list. I've had some tempeh, you know, and some other things. I'm like, uh, um, 
some of it's actually pretty good. You just got to add soy sauce to everything. It's come a long way. It's surprising how good some of the plant-based items can actually taste. So, yeah, there's you can participate in purpose workshops, right? And so that we'll be able to host those and um, conduct those purpose workshops so that people, you know, if they're not able to live out their universal purpose in Mm -hmm. their day-to-day right now, it doesn't mean they can't implement what their calling is in in other ways. So I would love for the PD to participate in some way, Mm -hmm. whether it be a workshop or a challenge or something that we, uh, that we can kind of help get the message out as well. So I have a feeling that, uh, Tobacco and alcohol policy might be a good fit too. We've had, we've actually had some of the some of the team that's been participating already and giving good. such great feedback again. Good. But of awesome. things that great things that you all are already doing, which is yeah. pretty incredible. But um, we all know that you set the stage when it comes to police forces across the country. Oh yes, flattery <laughs> will get you everywhere, and it's true. By the way, if you're listening, we have that good. But thanks for saying that. Yeah, it's true. It's okay, true. we so. Awesome. Alice, any more? You haven't. Did you did you learn everything you want to learn about blue zones today? In all honesty, I'm pretty excited to do like date night with cooking classes and stuff. So that'll be whoa, fun. Whoa, whoa. What? Yeah, with my husband and I, it'll be fun to have like date night and go and do cooking classes. We do date night literally like probably once every two weeks. James, when you're listening, that's literally the only nice thing she's ever said about you. I know you. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel so much better, um, and just that that yeah. she, that you've been downshifting during this conversation. So like you're really relaxing, and now you. Ha- Okay, date night. That's great. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. We're already, already starting to implement the Blue Zones principles. <laughs> no, yeah, I think it'll be, sounds, sounds like a fantastic idea. Yeah, agree. Get my family agreed. involved. We, we definitely want to participate, too, as, as a PD, and I know some of my folks are participating, but I, I'd, I'd like to challenge our folks to, to get involved. Yeah, there will be a Blue Zones Challenge app. 30 yeah. day, 30 say, day yes. challenge. We need There's a, a book, too. It's like Whole30. It's yeah, like Whole30. Kind yeah. of, yeah, yeah, but a little yeah. different. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. And, <laughs> and I will tell you that most of my folks, um, whether they're sworn or professional staff, um, we could really use some discussion about downshifting because we, we tend to be very A-type personalities and not great with downshifting. And that's, I think, something that's much, much needed. So that's wow. a great component of that. After this podcast, you're all set to thrive for decades. Explore the City of Scottsdale's project at bluezonesprojectscottsdale.com. Plus, dive into more insights from Sarah's Netflix recommendations and Dan Butner's books. Hey everyone, Tony Sandler with the Canine Unit. We're having the Desert Dog Canine Trials and Public Safety Expo again this year out at Westworld, October 21st and 22nd. In the North Hall, we're going to have the Public Safety Expo. All different types of public safety vehicles, including fire trucks, military vehicles, helicopters, police vehicles. And then if you move into the Equidome, we'll be having our competition with over 70 canine teams from around the country competing for top dog. We'll see a bunch of exciting tactics and maneuvers with all of our lovable little four-legged friends. So please come out and join us. Gates open at 8.30 and tickets are five dollars at the door children 12 and under are free see you there allison are we transitioning Absolutely. we're transitioning now into the silly questions that uh, neither sarah and i will have any idea oh that, and boy. i don't she never tells me what they are <laughs> okay. so no so these are these are great i'll be just as surprised as you are we like to just allison likes to throw out a few questions that um a little bit more interesting this is this is the 
Yeah. Get to know your piece. These ones that really aren't that interesting, but I tried to tailor them to. You had a whole month. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Google Jeez. some like question, weird questions. That's actually what I did. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> uh oh, the Google okay. ma- the Google machine spit these out. Okay, go no, ahead. No, no, this one's okay. So they're all towards this. Okay, if you could have any fast food for one year, you had to eat just that fast food or restaurant. What would it be? Mine would be salad and go. I'm like, do you want my real answer or my blue zone? Real? Zones no, no, answer? real answer. No, real. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna get fired. Taco Bell. Oh, that is a good one. <laughs> beans, but, sal- but salad and go in my new shift of lifestyle <laughs> of making healthy yes. choices yeah, the yeah. easy choice. Yep. But uh, mine's gonna be Chick Fil A. Yeah, Taco Bell does have Taco, beans. That's, that's a lot of beans. You're still healthy. Uh, mine's definitely Chick Fil A. The original Chick Fil A sandwich extra pickles mm. and the waffle fries well, you yep. and my daughter would be best friends <laughs> do you like the chick-fil-a sauce i could eat that on anything i don't think i've ever had it oh chief you gotta try that okay. it's amazing chick-fil-a sauce okay. that's not blue zone nope okay I, th- I think it's just like probably mayonnaise and ketchup mixed together but whatever okay um so if you had to choose between one or the other of going to work every day and you had to ride either a tricycle right or a bicycle built for two and you have no partner what would you do? Bicycle bill for two. <laughs> Wouldn't it be like, hey, I'm looking. I'm and looking then, for somebody. And then you could build As opposed up to a tricycle, which now I just look silly. deviant. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. No, it would be like an adult tricycle. It's not going to be like. Oh, an adult trike. I'm, I'm imagining like <laughs> me trying to, you know, get on this mini Your little, little tricycle. Your knees are all hitting you in the shoulders. Uh, yeah. No, the, the, uh, even the adult tricycle, they're like, that's an old guy. So I, I don't want to do that. I don't know. I might go with the tricycle. Yes, if it had a basket I and I could <laughs> like give out yep. like healthy fruits and vegetables <laughs> to the community as I'm <laughs> passing by. If you had a basket in the front of a tricycle yeah. just riding around, absolutely. That's, yeah. that's plus five, Sarah. Mm-hmm. That's that's well done. I mean, you incorporated those zones into your tricycle. Exactly. Okay, this last question is twofold. What is your weirdest habit and what's your weirdest eating habit? I don't have a, I can't think of a weird habit. I do have a weird eating uh, habit. Uh, I love uh, tuna fish with peanut butter. So like a tuna fish sandwich, you know, with mayo, right? And you you put the tuna fish with mix with the mayo. Then you put that on your bread. Uh, Sourdough would be great. Mm -hmm. And, uh, (laughs) and then on the, on the blank piece of bread, put peanut butter on that and put that together as a sandwich. That's my weird, my kids, my kids, now my grandkids think that it is just insane, but, um, yeah, that's I, actually pretty disgusting. I, yeah, it's so good. Have you tried? <laughs> <laughs> have you tried it? No, I ch- you know what? James would do it. Just have him try uh, it. Well, yeah. I brought a weird, a weird habit? Yeah, like when I get nervous, I hum. I'm like, I like hum out loud and it's weird. And then people can hear it. And I'm like, oh my God, this is ridiculous and embarrassing. So. I wouldn't say mine is weird, but uh, I'm a constant mover. Mm. So if we're just standing and we're talking, you will see me just, um, I'm a rocker. Rocking. Yeah, just well, I'm a, kind of you a You need rocker. like a I'm fidget a, tool. Just, I have that on my desk. Fidget mm. spinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, not, not weird, but it's uh, definitely a habit that I, I, I've been called out on before. Like, hey, why are you moving so much? Don't know. I bet you burn a lot of calories that way, though. Maybe. In fact, my wife sent me a video not too long ago that, the person is constantly, yes, you know, bouncing nice. around. I'm like, that person burned like 1,800 more calories in a day. Sergeant Blasco sent me that video, and I was like, that's weird. <laughs> so that's all I can think of. Sarah? 
Weird hat. I don't know. I, I guess I'm kind of a rocker too, as if I'm holding a baby, but I'm not holding a <laughs> yes, baby. Totally. Like ever since having children, I think I just have naturally moved. Mm-hmm. Really? Like it's comforting. I'm rocking with a baby, but no baby in hand, <laughs> unless there is a baby in hand, but... That's um, weird. Yeah, hmm. that, that might be my um, eating food? habit. I yeah. know, weird, weird food eating habit? food habit. I don't know. My kids think I eat a lot of weird stuff. So um, I don't know if I have any weird combinations, though. You know, you That's haven't been answering one. any of these either. No, I've I been know. answering them all. I said the tricycle, definitely. Um, my weirdest habit is I just eat junk food. Like I have an ice mocha. I've had a, an ice mocha triple shot every morning for like 10 plus years. I don't go without it. And then just... I smoke a triple shot. Mm-hmm. It only concerns me if what the shots are. That's it. <laughs> I'm not a coffee drinker, so I don't know. Oh. How's that possible? I Isn't know. that part of the requirement? <laughs> yeah, I skipped I skip that requirement. Okay. It's good for you, actually. That's oh, no. Maybe we should on. get you some Costa Rican uh, coffee. I've tried so many different Have coffees. Have you tried Nespresso? Like Nespresso's with a no. Costa Rican coffee. No. Yeah, see? It, it's, you know how like your, your childhood messes with you. I was probably 10, 11, 12 years old, somewhere in that time frame, And my dad would sit at the, at the table every morning, just, you know, disheveled hair and his boxers and t-shirt, smoking a cigarette and drinking a cup of coffee. And finally I said, dad, is that any good? He's like, you want to try it? Sure. I'll try it. Drink his coffee straight black. I was like, the cigarette oh. or the coffee? Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for the clarification. So there I was, 10 years old, smoking a cigarette, drinking a cup of coffee. Um, so I, I drink the coffee. I take a sip of it. And I said, that is disgusting. Because it was straight black. Yeah. Folgers probably, you know, straight black coffee. Or Sanka. Anybody out there? Sanka? Sanka? Anyway. Old no. school. Um, Google. So Google. Steve, Steve will look it up. Um it was just so gross. And I tried it a couple times after that with the same result that I just, I just never got into it. it smells nice, but the taste isn't great. You gotta add flavors. Yeah. Chocolate. Mine's like a chocolate drink every time. And I might as well have ice cream. Yes. Just like wine. Like I'll have grape juice. No. <laughs> I was going to say Alan Rodbell and that peppermint mocha creamer. That's, I remember he, that was the. Yeah. Because he didn't have coffee it's, in there. It, he had mostly cream. I know. Really? And yes. And that, that peppermint was mocha so was delicious. weird that he, he, like a splash of coffee and mostly peppermint, you uh-huh. know, creamer. Yeah. yeah. Just whole yeah. milk. I, yeah. I knew we'd be friends when uh, we had that, we shared that common peppermint mocha creamer. Yeah. So you get excited for the holidays every time it comes out. You don't even need it at the holidays. If it's on the shelf, it's delicious. So you're, so you're spot on. Mm. Spot on. That's it? That's all I had. Nothing oh. to it. I know. Wow, I know. That was, I thought... that was easy. You know, Steve, we, the days of Kevin asking Star Wars or Star Trek uh, questions, you know, those are, or what superhero you'd be, right? Oh my gosh. Oh. Well, I didn't, I had never met Sarah before. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh my gosh, I can't ask anything too stupid. Then she'll just look at me like, this is annoying. You're not going to blue zones. Yeah. <laughs> Die. You don't belong here. <laughs> You're going to live to 50. <laughs> Wait, you just said chief at my birthday. So yeah. <laughs> there, this is how it ends. <laughs> Sarah, thanks for joining us. It Thank was uh, great uh, talking with you and, 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 you know, going more in depth with blue zones. And I'm excited for the city i'm excited for the pd and what we're going to do i think together and so uh, um I, it's just such an amazing amazing program and very worthwhile i mean who honestly who doesn't want to live healthier and longer and if you you know a couple little tweaks in your life there's a great opportunity for you to do that so 
Thanks for your time. And thanks for joking around with us. We like to be a little fun and a little irreverent, but it was great having you. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. You bet. All our listeners out there, I won't get on the soap back on the soapbox. Just uh, uh, take care of one another. Uh, do great things. Uh, go easy on the road, wait, road rage. We, we had a stabbing this week, a road rage stabbing. And, uh, you know, if people are asking you to pull off the road because uh, you got cut off, don't. Don't let's not get out. Let's not attack one another. Let's uh, let's do great things. I've said this before. If somebody's trying to merge, just let them in. Just let them in. It's that easy. Um, take care of one another. Do great things. Uh, and remember, each day offers all of us the opportunity to be more in the service of others. And we'll see you next month. Take care. Thanks for joining us on our Blue Zones podcast. We're starting the holiday season soon. With Halloween bringing loads of candy and possibly some cavities, we'd like to remind you of the Chief's message to take care of each other. Before you start turning into a pumpkin, remember, downshift daily and enjoy some downtime. And speaking of treats, we've conjured up a supernatural event for you. Join us on Monday, October 30th from 4pm to 8pm at the McKellips District parking lot for a trunk or treat extravaganza. You'll find us on the southeast corner of Miller and McKellips and can expect SWAT, canines, and many more surprises that go bump in the night. Don't ghost us. Wipe your calendars and get ready for a hauntingly good time.